Ladies and gentlemen, Crystal Clear Industries, in association with Rhinestone Radio Podcasts, is proud to present Old Hollywood Realness. Brought to you in vibrant podcastoscope for your listening pleasure. Join your hosts Kathleen Null and Philip Estrada as they recap Hollywood's dazzling darlings one film at a time. And now, please sit back, relax, and enjoy the program. Here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Good morning, Kathleen. Good morning, Philippe. <laughs> and good morning, everybody. Yeah, good morning. Welcome back to Old Hollywood Realness, um, a podcast dedicated to the glitz and glamour of Tinseltown's golden era. I'm Philip Estrada. I'm Kathleen Moe. Um, and we are jo- uh, coming up at the very end, the tail end, wrapping yes. it up, if you will, of our sexy summer, se- sexy swimmer, sailor, seba, 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 seba. I uh, see, I'm emotional. I can't even get it out. <laughs> <laughs> our Esther Williams deep dive. I yes. guess we could almost say part one, because honestly, we could do another deep dive. She did so many I know. movies. So <laughs> this is the last one, the last installment yes. of our sexy summer swimmer series. That's it. I did it. Yay, Nailed it. me. <laughs> um. The coffee's kicking in. I can't understand what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I had quite a morning, so it's like I just kind of trying to get my head right. Okay? Look, you are killing dragons. That's what. <laughs> Pretty much. And by dragons, oh I mean spiders. Don't, don't bring it up, please. Okay, okay. It was okay. a, All right, it was a harrowing done. experience, and I don't want to relive it. <laughs> Um, if you need to hear more about it, go visit my podcast, I Fucking Hate Spiders, <laughs> where, where I tell the entire story from top to bottom. Okay. Good Lord. Um, good God. Um, yeah. So Kathleen, we are talking about, uh, so the final movie in our Sexy Summer Swimmer series is Easy to Love. Um, yes. From 1953. It's an MGM picture. Um, it's directed by Charles Walters. The musical numbers directed by Buzz V. Berkeley. Maybe you've heard of him. Um, you know, he's just this little unknown man. He's an up and comer, if you will. <laughs> Living legend. Uh, well, I mean, not living, but legend, whatevs. Legend. At this time, he was a living legend. Um, so, And the costumes are designed by Helen Rose, who was credited as doing all the women's costumes in this movie. Mm-hmm. So for this movie, we've got um, Mr. Mrs. Ellie, Esther Williams is playing Julie Hallerton. Van Johnson is playing Ray Lloyd. Tony Martin as Barry Gordon. And we have John Bromfield as Hank, who's given us all kinds of beefcake in this movie. Okay. <laughs> Does not put a shirt on until the last frames of the movie, okay? Um, shirts are for suckers. Did you not see those black swim trunks he came in that <laughs> office with? You Just need a pair a- of those. <laughs> I'm like a woo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also have Edna Skinner as Nancy Parmel, her um, roommate. And then we have King Donovan as Ben, who is Van's kind of right um, hand man. Mm-hmm. Uh, go, um, his guy Friday, if you will. Um, so Kathleen, tell me about this movie. Tell me your history on this film. What's your, and your experience. Um, well, I don't, um, I don't really remember watching this too much as a kid. I must have though, because I feel like when I was watching it, I remember these those water skiing scenes. So mm-hmm, I must yeah. have. Um, but I mean, I, they. I'm sure they might have been also in That's Entertainment too, because I know might, that they did. That, that might have been sort of like, yeah. yeah. 
because, um, but, but yeah, and, and then, um, so not too much experience. Um, and then, and, and then also reading the book. I remember when I first read this book years ago, um, the story, like, cause there's a whole chapter, chapter 18. Um, they, they, there's a whole chapter on this, on this movie. And, um, I thought it would be, um, a really good one to do for our finale for this series, because I had three to choose from. I, it was either going to be, um, dangerous when wet, easy to love, or, um, oh my God, not Neptune's daughter, the one with Howard Keel. And I'm drawing a blank. Oh, but, uh, um, Jesus. I know. Yes, I know which one you're talking about. I want to call it the Why Poseidon Adventure. That's not that either, but it's Pos- got. <laughs> I swear to God, it Let really. Let me go it, to the book. <laughs> but oh Jupiter's God, Darling. I'm sorry, Jupiter's, Jupiter's Darling. Darling. And so yes. I wanted it was it was between the the three, um, but I chose this one for uh, several reasons. One, um, she this we hadn't really covered any of her films that she had done with Van Johnson. Um, mm-hmm, and, yeah. um, and I, I thought that the story that the whole chapter around this and, and, um, her doing this was fascinating. It was, it was quite amazing. Like the whole chapter is amazing. Cause it talks about, um, just the making of the film, how, like how it got started. Um, she was also, uh, she discovered she was pregnant for the third time and was pregnant I the know. entire time she filmed this. Um, and she also this had is the to third learn time to... she's, oh, the th- sorry. sorry, the third time she was pregnant third time she was while filming too yes, so she's filming. just like the poor and, girl can't and take the same, a, so, like the same poor queenie director he's like really <laughs> really bitch <laughs> and yeah he's like really <laughs> and, and you know so uh, but it was great because in a sense like she even talks how because this had already happened she had a plan of action uh, yeah. around that and um and it really sounds like and it, again it was a busby berkeley movie and uh, she had to learn how to water ski for this movie right. and talks about how, you know, the, the side of the muscles that are used in water skiing are not the same as being in when you're swimming and, and just sort of around that. And, um, it's, so it's really fantastic. And she's also, I mean, the looks it, this is an ah. early 1950s movie Girl. that was, uh, remember 1953 was a heavy hitter for some crazy good MGM Amazing. Mm-hmm. We got Calamity Jane. We got Kiss Me Kate. We've got three Maryland movies that came out, which weren't MGM, but I'm just saying like Niagara. Right. We've yeah. got Gentlemen for Blondes. We've got How to Million Millionaire. So there's that whole just like, um, you know, that that ex- aesthetic and like <laughs> just misogyny had never been so strong. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> and we'll talk about that more because I know you've got issues Oof, with how this girl, ended. But hey, was there a double feelings. wedding? Was there a double wedding? It could have been. <laughs> no, there wasn't a double wedding, but she's in rice. Like I know. I know, but like God. I said, but, I, but kiss me, Kate, how to marry you, look, look at what else was happening. It was very yeah. in line for the time. So, yeah, <laughs> the but this movie has got looks. Like, I looks. mean, 53, so like this would have been right around the time that Dior was like kind of in his height. So, everybody's like, wearing everything. a meadow witter, white waist cincher. Yeah, everybody's very, <laughs> yes. I mean, like, and then there's also like, if it's not a, if it's not a full skirt, it's a narrow shirt, a narrow, narrow skirt with like a wide swing coat. Like, it's yes. just, the, the proportions are so beautiful and it's just kind of classic, mm-hmm. like that classic sport sportswear, but also like beautiful, beautiful evening wear too. Like Helen Rose, they really like, she was really flexing some muscles this, oh, in this movie, like with her, with the, the, with the costumes. And then also she did a, 
amazing job on the costumes that she, in the performance costumes too. The, the oh swimmer that she wears while she's water skiing and performing. Also, and then when she does that like swim number with um, mm-hmm. with with Hank, Mr. Bromfield, yes. and they're you know and they're swimming through the flowers, you know, and uh, so good. Just I mean. If that, anyway, there's that. And then all of these sort of like gowns that like those sort of almost performance gowns where it's like the big giant cotillion gowns yes. that they wear while they're... <laughs> the southern and the, bell gowns. Yes, the southern bell gowns. And then also like the um, that whole thing when she goes to the citrus festival and stuff, which was kind of <laughs> kind of a weird little <laughs> thing that was happening. But also like that gown, like get oh out of here. Oh my God, it's um, amazing. Portrait necks as far as the eye can see in yes. this movie. Yes, <laughs> um, but it was... it Yeah, my experience with this movie was a little bit I had never seen it before at all and Mm. um, also we didn't really we couldn't well we were having trouble too finding uh, the final three so like Dangerous and Wet Jupiter's Starling and Easy to Love they were all all of them were not available to stream this Mm -hmm. one though was kind of on a bootleg Bobo stream um, through the internet which was I'm sure my phone is being tapped by Russia right now so (laughs) from watching it and like I'm just like I don't care I don't have much on there that's really worth value so have at it guys um and uh i hope i just didn't invite the russians to hack my phone anyway no, no, uh, no. it's okay <laughs> i was able to watch it on my laptop without issue and uh yeah. it was fine but okay. uh, yeah so um, it is for free on that uh i think it's called uh move tv.com yeah and you I can mean, just type in easy to love and it comes up and the old ones on there the because this is actually a remake of a movie that was made in the 1930s that mm. like so many movies for Esther Williams, it was a remake, but we're going to make her a swimming star, you know? <laughs> right. Got to so, jam in some water somehow. Yeah. Um, I mean, and they did good and she looks amazing. Yeah. So it's, it's really, I mean, it's really, it's a, I mean, for the storyline is flimsy as a fuck, which she mentions she too mentions in the, all the time. in this book where <laughs> yes. she's just like, she's like, these storylines are so lame, but it's just like cramming some water, some swimming, some diving, some water skiing and you're mm-hmm. gold. Um, my thing, my, my issue with this movie is just remind me again, why she wanted to marry Van Johnson so much. Like he was an absolute dick. Like an absolute dick. Well, like, as they treated her like she- he's they, he's known her since she was fifteen, and clearly gross daddy issues and gross. Florida. So you know, gross. <laughs> I mean, think about it. It's just look. I, I know, I know, but look, it, it's as I tried to explain to you over text last night. <laughs> He's, he's, he's not trying to squash her career and he might actually protect her financially. It's sort of a win-win. And I'm not, look, she went with, she had two beautiful gay men to choose from. I mean, (laughs) I was not complaining. First of all, first of all, she had, okay, so she had the three to choose from. She had Ray, um, she had Ray, Barry, and Hank. Ray as being her boss and the owner of Cypress Gardens. Mm -hmm. He worked her to death. She had to do like 20 shows a week, plus typing, plus dictation, plus all this stuff for $75 a week. Then she had Barry, the nightclub crooner, who was... Who sang great. So yeah, total, total like cock of the walk, like did his thing, was sleeping, had a lady totally who was married when they met, dumped her for Esther Williams and then was easy to find a new lady the second that um, Esther Williams posed any difficulty. So maybe not the best character, but he did get her a job in New York paying $300 a week up from 75 or whatever she was getting paid. 
Way more. And I was like, cool. So at least he's interested in like boosting her fiscally and making sure that she has her own money. Then Hank comes along, greasy as they come, like built like a motherfucker. Like, yes, queen, all about it. He's slick like a dolphin. Like, get it? (laughs) He's blindly in love with her at the very least, wants to treat her like a princess, comes in one day and says, my father just struck oil. Okay. She could have been one of the bushes. Like, you know, and she's like, no, thank you. I want to marry the guy who treats me like shit. Like, come on. Like just, you had better options is all I'm saying. And I didn't understand why she was so hung up on him. He was not a nice guy. Look, we're not always known for making our best choices in men. Esther Williams will be the first one to admit that. Sometimes oh. art reflects life. Yeah. <laughs> and that if was you think about test. if you if you actually read the book and, and read about what was going on in her personal life while this movie was being made, you'll get it. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, I blame the writers personally, but I don't but I just think it was just like, oh yeah. God, it was just well, and, such a, and like, like you said, she talks about this over and over and even trying to go to the director and being like, so like, what's my motivation in this? Shouldn't I maybe do this? They're like, eh, I don't care. <laughs> you know? yeah. And so like, it's, oh. it's really, uh, it's really hard, but yeah, I, and I, you're right. Like with this, it was kind of hard. Like all those kind of movies we were look, looking at doing were, were not the easiest ones to find. But um, but yeah, in the end, I'm I'm really glad we chose this one too because oh yeah no um, oh yeah again like I said she did five movies with Van Johnson this was the last one she did um, another reason why I thought it would be either down to this one or the Howard Keel one um, it, as, again around more more around the stories and the books um, and um, also because both her both Howard Keel and Van Johnson and I I verified this by watching some YouTube interviews with him this morning. Um, Every one of his leading ladies said he was a dream to work with. He was, was you know, so Van Johnson or Howard Keel? No, well, both actually, but but oh, yes, Van good. Johnson. Like he was, he. It sounds like he was just a dream to work with. Like oh, he good. never, and probably because he just wasn't trying to fuck him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he went in, he did his job, and even Esther Williams said she's like, we didn't really know much about our personal lives, but we reported to work. He was a great guy. It was reliable. Like we were able to mm-hmm. do our thing, and he was never, you know. Again, it's like, oh, so I'm. Re- it's like, oh, so he wasn't handsy. He wasn't trying. Like, because so, the thing with Fernando Lamas, it's like I was reading the like about you know when they were doing Dangerous well, When Wet, and I'm just like, I mean. Ew. Ew, you know, like you're gross, like just no boundaries whatsoever. And I understand Uh it's like, again, you're, you know, that's your thing. But like you were basically allowed to get away with being a sexual predator and, you know, and then coerced her. Well, that's again, that's a story for another day. But like coerced her into the super long term relationship where she really uh, didn't essentially wasn't allowed to see her own children. So, you know, it was. Yeah, fuck him. So anyway, yeah. like uh, you know, so I, so anyway, my hats off to Van Johnson because I know we always like to celebrate. We got to kind of celebrate Howard Keel for his Howard Keelness, and Van Johnson's in that boat too. He did a lot mm-hmm, of amazing yeah. films, and um, this morning I was able to watch a little uh, five-part interview that was done with him back in 1996 when he was 80 years old. He lived to be. I know he lived until 2008, so he lived Aww. into well into his 90s. And I love he, that. he is a gem. I'll have to send you a link to it. It's just, it's like, it's been, it's an interview that was broken up into like three, you know, three or four minute segments, right, yeah. but kind of like, I think it's the same woman who did an uh, interview with Ann Miller in the same way. It sounds like the same woman's voice and she's asking these questions and stuff. And, but yeah, it's a lot of like, you know, she's basically like, so all the ladies say that you were just like their favorite person to work with. And he's like, oh, 
really? Well, that's great. But you know, he's, <laughs> but he's just such <laughs> a, uh, but it's really cool too, because I, I think what's, and he, it's right. Him and Esther Williams, like there are common threads because they both, you know, he, he recounts how he grew up watching people like Clark Gable and Marlena Dietrich and Greta Garbo, like in, in the 1920s and early thirties. So then to be able right. to actually work with them to like go from watching them as a kid on screen to then working with them and then to hear from them about like, you know, like being good to your fans, be always being good mm-hmm. to the people who brought, like be like essentially like to quote Mr. Rogers, it's like, it's like find the helper, be the helper, you know, like be that yeah. person who can, you know, like know that, like, you know, like you're in a position to help others. And so mm-hmm. he's always, it's, it's kind of like, he just kind of always operated that way. And it was really interesting because I think there was a question asked of him sort of like, well, you know, kind of like, did you realize that like these women, you know, like about like insecurities that they were maybe feeling. He's like, no, I didn't think about that. He's kind of like, I just, you know, and again, I don't know. It was just, it was really interesting. He sounds like he was just like, not a, you know, not a scumbag Van Johnson. So props to you. I mean, as far as I can read or tell. So, so, uh, you know, and again, I think that their chemistry is really great on here. So you're like, why does he, why did, why does she end up with him? Well, they work well together. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to admit, um, watching this movie, um, I did genuinely laugh. There's some really great, I thought she was really funny in her parts where, um, and this is where she reminds me of like Ann Miller. Um, she was really good at doing what I would call a like exasperated hotness where you're just yes. like, <laughs> like she's standing there looking amazing. And then they're like, okay, done. And she's like, fuck this shit. And she's like taking off her shoes, fake hair, wiping the water off. Like she's just, and it's just really, really funny. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So. There are some, go- I love the scene between her and Tony Martin when they first meet and they start, they have to make out for the lipstick, the lipstick yeah. ad, which I was just like, seems a little odd to, uh, it seems a little odd to have a lipstick ad where you're literally covering the woman's entire mouth with your mouth but you know you i don't understand 1950s advertising well, but i love that they're the just like thinks. man is that lipstick tasty <laughs> like, yeah, so weird <laughs> and i'm like who's licking her lip i'm like how uh, are you tasting I'm other like, people's well, lipstick <laughs> but i just love that they're like we should probably do another one she's like he's like yeah she was moving <laughs> so good. and she's like yeah i need to do it and i kept doing it and she's just like so good i'm like get yours get yours esther i <laughs> so love the one where it's like she's like she's doing this like pinup photo shoot and she's like laying on the ground and she looks like she's got long hair and these shoes on and then as soon as they're done she just like like kicks the shoes off and like takes the hair off and she's like all right enough of this shit i've been working for 12 hours and i'm like i love it i love it i know so good and she was when she fell asleep as the citrus queen and she wakes up and she does that thing with her face where she's just like her face is like propped up on the grapefruit like scepter i love it so good yeah, but uh, she was, uh, yeah, but I, my I thought fa- she was But great. I love when she, like, does that wide-eyed thing. Like, she's like, I'm awake, I'm awake, because I'm like, I'm awake on We've all been there, Esther. <laughs> God, falling asleep at my desk, and someone walks by, I'm like, I'm awake. <laughs> huh? What? Yes, I got that. I'll be right there. <laughs> yes. She's like, I don't, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't sleeping. You were sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Good God. This, this movie, but this movie did have, I mean, I love that they've made her a fashion, like a fashion model and they Mm -hmm. did like several numbers. It gave her 
plenty of opportunities to change clothes. So her yes. her clothes game in this movie was on was strong, like yes. real, real strong. Like good God, so many looks, so, so, so many, many looks. looks, and all the beautiful. Every woman in here is beautifully dressed. Like any woman mm-hmm. in any of the numbers, and all the women in their swimsuits, and women working at the Cypress Gardens. And I love yes. her roommate, who's super cute. Oh God! And yes. she's lovely looking too. Like she's got some yeah. really cute little looks and little outfits that they give her. Um, but yeah, I just love it. There's something so hilarious about like all of the, just like, like the random hot ladies walking around Cypress Gardens and everybody being like, hi, you know, <laughs> apparently this place was a real thing. Like Cypress <sighs> Gardens was a real thing. And they did have ladies in cotillion, like Southern cotillion gowns, like, lo- like roaming around. I mean, it's just, and then they had, that's where they built the Florida shaped swimming pool, which you actually see in a yes. certain point of the movie the, the, during the, um, during the uh, water skiing mm-hmm. scene, it's just, and she also swims in it while Van, uh, while uh, Ray, um, sorry, Tony Martin sings to her. It's like such an odd little resort, apparently, down in Florida that was a thing in the 50s yeah. where people would go and like they would, I, it was almost like some sort of strange amusement park that had water skiing, mu- wow. uh, water skiing numbers everywhere. It's so, I mean, I'd go, I'd, I'd freaking go. Yeah. It's some one of those like weird kind of time capsules where it just that kind of enter, kind of entertainment just doesn't exist anymore because it's like yeah. outside of like a bush gardens or something. It just seems like kind of a strange place to go yeah. nowadays. But at the time, I'm sure it was the you know the bee's knees. And I just love how these like weird guys were like taking pictures of the ladies, like making them pose. Oh like, my god, they're, like amateur that photographers. Was and I'm like, hilarious. what the hell? That reminds me of like <laughs> so Betty Page weird. and like the Betty yeah, Page story. Be, yeah. They're all like those like photographers for hire. I could see like them probably just clubs, going to a place like, like that and be like, hey lady, yeah. you know, like taking a picture and selling it. Because again, that would have been easy to do. Oh my right. god! That scene where she like runs and is like in the 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 telephone booth or the hoop skirt, yeah. and I already can it's see her backside. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's hilarious. <laughs> that was pretty funny. She's like completely unaware that she just takes yeah. the skirt off. She's like in her drawers. So good. So good. God. Um. Uh. Yeah. So, did you want me to go through the storyline on yeah. this one? Yeah. Okay. For sure. So. Uh, the film, so as we were saying, the film takes place in a vacation resort of Cypress Gardens run by Ray Lloyd, uh, played by Van Johnson. And at the resort, he employs many beautiful young women as water skiing performers. One of these women is Julie Hallerton, Esther Williams. Um, so Julie is the main attraction and Ray knows it, but still works her to death. Um, Julie is in love with Ray, but Hank, John Bromfield, Mr. Shirtless Man himself, uh, her swimming <laughs> partner is also in love with her. So Julie and Ray have been at each other's throats regarding her, the, um, his expectations of her workload. Um, when she threatens to run away with Hank, Ray agrees to take her with him to New York City as like a pseudo vacation. Uh, uh, you know, Julie believes that this is a romantic getaway um, and that's where he'll eventually propose, according <laughs> to her. Uh, turns out the trip to New York City is a work trip and he uses it to have her pose in a multitude of ad campaigns. Um, on the set of a photo shoot, she um, meets the famed nightclub singer Barry Gordon, played by Tony Martin. They pose together in a lipstick ad where they gladly kiss each other repeatedly. Um, he invites her to see him perform that night at the nightclub. 
So, uh, Ray keeps her working all day into the deep, long into the evening. When the day is done, Julie is so annoyed and she insists on going out. Ray ends up taking her to the Barry's nightclub in order to have her in bed early for the citrus show the next day. Um, so Ray gives Julie the bum's rush, um, back to the hotel. And then she ends up sneaking out when Barry calls her and invites her out. Uh, they spend the night, um, the night club hopping and eventually end up closing down the joint where she is introduced to Oscar Levin played by the uncredited Barry, Benny Rubin. Um, he's a producer and they want to see if she can put, um, if he can put her in his aquatic show. Mm. So bright and early the next morning, she auditions for him and is immediately offered a gig paying four times as much as Ray is paying her after Ray rushes her off to the citrus festival where she falls asleep when presented the crown and scepter. Um, after the show, she throws um, this new gig in Ray's face, but then still manages to get on the plane back to Florida with him. Uh, when they arrive back, Ray invites her to dinner that night because he has, quote, something important to tell her. Now back at the resort, Hank swings by to propose marriage to her and take her off to Texas uh, since his father just struck oil. Uh, she turns him down and then does a water skiing number in a clown costume. Uh, which was the stuff of nightmares and (laughs) which was, uh, if you, uh, I'm like, can we, uh, we'll talk about it in a bit, but the end of the end of that chapter writing about that, where she encounters Joan Crawford as she's taken in that costume. Oh my God. Uh, that was hilarious. Um, so Hank confronts Ray about how she's in love with him, but this news this is news to Ray. Meanwhile, Barry has made his way to Cypress Gardens himself. So that night at Ray's house, Julie tries to play up how she's go um, has some serious domestic chops, and Ray tries to shake the idea of marriage with Julie, and then tells um, her the important thing that he wanted to tell him, which was or. Sorry, she, he tells her the important thing that he wanted to tell her, which was basically just doubling her salary. Embarrassed and heartbroken, Julie beats feet, and she <clears throat> dis- um, discovers Barry back at her hotel, who confesses that he is quite crazy about her. Um, the next day, Julie arrives to work on Barry's arm, making both Ray and Hank insanely jealous. Barry asks Julie to join him in Paris to open his new show. Um, annoyed with the situation, Ray takes Julie and Barry on a speedboat um, back to the hotel, but ditches Barry in order to ask um, Julie to marry him. She doesn't hear him, though, because she's jumped off the boat in order to swim home. And then she spends that night having dinner with Barry. Uh, she then performs an amazing Busby Berkeley water ski number the next day with an army of other skiers... Um, just after the performance, she announces that she's quitting, then is knocked out cold um, when she takes a hit in the head from some water skis. All three of the men come to her aid. Uh, Ray extracts her and tend, um, tends to her alone. Barry finds another lady um, to make eyes at, while Hank realizes Julie's um, roommate, Nancy, played by Edna Skinner, is madly in love with all of that beefcake. Uh, so <laughs> Ray confesses his love to her and proposes marriage, which revives her instantly. The end. <laughs> um, and I also love that the woman that he meets, that uh, Barry meets at the very end, who literally does the exact same way that, um, who like drops her hat. And oh, yeah. The same sort and of like, like legs. Same, yeah. is the same thing of how he met Esther Williams's character. That was actually played by his wife at the time, Sid Charisse. <gasps> oh, my God. So I was going to say she looked familiar. 
Yeah, so she just happened to, so she was visiting him on set that day, and they were just like, well, we need a lady anyway, so why don't we just use her? So they ended up doing that kind of thing as kind of a bit of a, you know, oh my God. art reflecting she life so sort of thing. And she swimsuit, was though, that brunette stunning. hair. Oh my God. Oh my God! That well, by the way, that's I mean, Sid Charisse is a vision. I'm sorry, and legs. Yeah. I mean, that's that's I, a dancer, I mean, right? I mean, like, yeah. I well, and I even say this with, uh, you know, as my mom reminded me, it's like with Amy Lester, athlete. These are these are people mm-hmm. on like athletic level of of like fitness and stuff that that they had exactly. to do. And uh, Esther Williams, motherfucking athlete, okay, yes. having to do this shit. And I just want to say also uh, another fun fact again coming from the book. Uh, talking about women supporting other women. Um, there's little stories throughout the book of her, um, because especially working with Busby Berkeley, where he literally wanted her to do all the things, you know, like, Jesus. and I love how, like, the story of, you know, how the whole, like, the high dive even came into, like, his idea. He called her in the middle of the night and was like, I have this idea, and we're going to have you, you know, ski up into the air into a helicopter, and then we're going to drop you down in this V, and she's like... Yeah, so I'm pregnant and I'm not doing that, but I know a gal who can. <laughs> and so she brokered a deal for a girl that she knew, a high dive specialist, really, you know, another yeah. a- fellow athlete swimmer who she went back to the their days of the LA um, Athletic Club. And she's like, I know a gal, she can do this for me. And she gets three grand for every dive. And yeah. she did three flawless dives, made nine grand. One day. I mean, that's how you do it. And that's yeah. how you do it. She's like, yeah, you're going to do it, but you're going to pay her this. And you're not going to mm-hmm. take it any, like, this, because this is, like, life-threatening. And I, I know one gal for the job, and you're going to pay her fat. And I was just like, yes, this is so awesome. But I, I love that. I love that part of the it story. Was, it was really cool. Um, yeah, so not every single thing was done by Esther Williams in this movie. No. Literally, because yeah. she was, pre- she's like, yeah, no, I'm not. And she often, like... Oh my God, even just reading some of the things like with the water skiing and what she was up against and having to deal with Buzz, clueless Busby Berkeley. Yeah, uh, like, like no regard you know, for her safety at all. No, like, nobody. Again, yeah, like, and it wasn't until like, she's like, bitch, you almost killed me. He's like, oh, I had no idea. Like he really, he's just so in his moment. Um, but yeah. just her describing it and the fact she's like, I just didn't want to pierce my stomach where my child, like I just, just could you please not kill my child? Like I just want to yes. get through this. And I was Jesus. like, oh my God, like, by the way, you know. falling, falling at like when you're full, like if you've not never, I don't know if you've ever water skied before, but like that shit is like, is you're intense. going very fast. And if very you fast. fall, that's like some impact. Like, that's so exactly I right. could they, not imagine they wanted her to do one ski. She's like, they want her to do like one ski kind of like, like tricks. A, yeah. And she's like, no, because if I do that, that's going to put too much strain on my stomach muscles. I could lose, I could fucking miscarriage. Like I'm not doing that uh-huh. shit. Yeah. <laughs> so just, it was just like it wasn't good enough that they could even get her water skiing and looking amazing. Could you do it on water? Bitch, what? Can't you just be happy water skiing? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, and then apparently oh they use these little like micro jets that were essentially copper tubes, these little tiny skinny copper tubes that would stick out and like jet water, which could impale you if you were Right, because they were like swimming in the water. If you fell on them or you missed it, and she and she and she was nearsighted, mind you. Esther Williams did all this shit nearsighted. No glasses for this bitch. No contact lenses. No stunt women. Like, it wasn't unless she raised the flag. She was doing it all on her own. It it is crazy. And and dealing with, like, a a freeloading husband, 
and you know mm-hmm. trying to take care of her two <laughs> children the best way yeah. she knew how and and giving them the best mm-hmm. quality care and in all these other investments and kids and are the worst freeloaders oh my god well <laughs> i don't honestly her her man child <laughs> husband was the worst Jeez, her, her, yeah, her, the story her, her children sound like, like they were a fucking breeze. And yeah. I just want to say, you know, we can compare, you know, we, there's, there's a lot of these women who had kids and you, there's definitely like, you know, you, you look up like a Joan Crawford who even her own children was like, well, yeah, we were a publicity move. Whereas yeah. someone like Esther Williams was like, no, I, I je- all I wanted to do was have children and keep them out of, they, I don't want them in the spotlight. I don't want them in trouble. Like I just... Like and even she said that so that's why she got conned so many times by her husband because she's like at the end of the day I just spent fourteen hours in a pool I'm like I can my 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 bones and my eyes hurt from the chlorine I just want to hang out with my babies like I just want to yeah. spend quality time for like two fucking hours with my kids before I get to get up and do it all over again the next day so if you slip a piece of paper under me to sign I'm probably just gonna fucking sign it I'm so tired you know yeah. <laughs> exactly so. You know, and, and, and we've, we've kind of talked about this again, like this whole like men having pretty much complete and total financial control over their wives' earnings, um, that that was a thing pretty much yeah. uh, 100% until like the 60s, you know, until pretty there were much, laws yeah. about that. Like they could just dip in and take whatever the fuck they wanted. And so it, it was just, it was hard, you know, and she wasn't the only one. This Her story isn't the only one. She's even compared herself, like we talked about, like to, to like a Doris Day, the same kind of thing, where they just, you know, when they finally were able to see the damage, not only were they in the hole, they owed a ton of money to the government, too. It was just the yeah. worst. The worst. Yeah. The people that they love and entrusted their lives to, they completely fucked them. So, you know, anyway, but... Esther Williams comes out on top. She always does. She's a magical, magical person. And um, and I just want to just I just want to recap. Like she made, uh, bef- bef- she left MGM after doing Jupiter's Darling in 1955, and by that point she had made 22 movies for MGM, and it made them a total of 88 million dollars, which in today's world oh is that's God. a little bit under a billion dollars. Holy shit! So I mean. And again, top earner. I was talking to my mom the other day, and I was like, oh, our next movie we're going to do is Easy to Love. And she goes, oh, with Van Johnson. Oh, it's wonderful. I love it. I love that movie. So it's just <laughs> like, it's funny because, you know, again, you watch it with a modern eye, and you're like, well, yeah. no, this was a, this this is a, you talk to anyone older, this movie is amazing. It's beautiful. They, they're like, what's wrong with it? You know? <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, I think that, you know, we, cause we've joked, again, I mentioned, I mentioned like Calamity Jane or like a How to Marry a Millionaire or anything like that. Like, you know, look at the end of this movie. It wasn't until, you know, you say the word marriage and it's like, ding, 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 ding. You know, that was definitely know, the running right? theme. Yeah. This is like post-war, get thee back into the kitchen, put a mm-hmm. ring on it, make me babies and exactly. a pot pie. You know what I mean? Like it yep. was just, it was it's all It's the of beginning that. of the baby boom or that baby yeah. boom is in full swing and it's just like, it's just like get to work kids. We yeah. need, you know, we need a whole, it's, crazy like the yeah. american dream quote unquote and all of that and it's just yeah. it, it's just an interesting time capsule to think that she's just like not interested she's got eyes on the prize with this guy with this movie mm-hmm. and she wants van johnson and van johnson only and for whatever for whatever misguided reason they um, go way so, back they go way yeah. back 
Um, it was just, a, it's interesting. But I mean, we are here to talk about the looks because oh, this <laughs> my movie has a goddamn like, oh, oh my, God. my God. I mean, looks for uh, days, what, you guys. Yes. <laughs> um, but before we get on that, though, I do, the actually, the comedic writing in this movie is actually pretty good. I do want to say that my, my favorite line in the movie is that when they go to, when they go see um, Tony Martin perform and after the song, she's just like, wow, he's so amazing. <laughs> I love that Van Johnson. Of course, it's funny. Van Johnson doesn't actually sing any songs in nope. this movie, which I thought was a little he can, bit surprising. But he doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> and but I love that Williams. his. <laughs> yeah, I love that in the res- uh, his retort to that is with a voice like his, anyone can sing. <laughs> which I just like. <laughs> I, know. I you know, and I know, and I I was reading. I think it was Fanny Bryce was the one who the famous quote of like, "Oh, Esther Williams in you know in in the water she's a she's a star, uh, out of water she's not." And I thought yeah. she delivered pretty well. She reminded me, uh, I thought her delivery was, she reminded me again, kind of like an Ann Miller or someone like that. Mm-hmm. The way she was, she was delivering her lines. I thought she was strong. I thought she was yeah. funny. Um, uh, and again, you know, like she, she made the best of what she was given. And I think yeah. that says a lot. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So, but, oh my God, yeah. do you have a top three or is it just, it's Girl. just like, it's everything, well, guys. I'm, let me just list, give you. Just let, put it on mute and watch this. It's a treasure. Let's just talk about a few. So, well, one, my number. Honestly, my number. Let's do top three. Okay. Um, number th- coming in at number three this week is going to be the um the look that she wears when they go to the club for the first time when they go yes. to the club to see Tony Martin perform because it's that like cream that and then it's got number. all that beading. It's like a oh. halter and it's like got all the beading around the shoulder bits and then it's got a coordinating swing jacket that. Yes, the same with the black length. lining. Oh, I can't. Yes, I can't. and the black lapels. So and all around the, the like around the neck is like all the same kind of beading. And then it kind of it actually has those pockets that are kind of engineered to be like bigger. And yep. then that has all the beading on the pockets, and then it it's kind of like the perfect like it's just like really well designed and really well like thought out. It's very kind of like yes. clever in a way too. And there's a, actually a really beautiful, there's the costume sketch for it. And I posted that on Pinterest. So like you can see that. I mean, I think that there's that one is one of like is number three. Number two, of course, is my, um, is the citrus queen costume. The one that she uh, wears is the you. citrus queen, which is that beautiful, like grapefruit, like blood orange, grapefruit colored, like thing. It's just monstrously, <laughs> huge and I just love it of course and then has that big giant collar piece and everything like that um the only time I had ever seen that before is because it's in she in the um in her book the million dollar mermaid but it's in black and white so you don't really you can't tell that it's this beautiful like kind of like peachy orange orange color It's it's really beautiful and of course it has like a little teeny tiny crown and it's fantastic. <laughs> um, and then my number one favorite look for her is the, uh, she doesn't wear it very long, but she wears it when she meets, when they're, she's making out with, uh, with, Barry Gordon when they're doing the lipstick ad. It's that oh like shif- yes. the red one shoulder chiffon thing. Oh yes. my God. She looks God. like a goddess. She looks it's- amazing. Stunning, <laughs> but it's also like this the sash that goes over her shoulder actually ombres from red to like magenta pink, and then yes. there's fringe at the bottom of it. It is seriously gorgeous, it's so beautiful. I love it. That's like my favorite, favorite look. I mean, there's some oh other God. ones in there, but I want to make sure that you get some. So, oh, well, that no, we that's okay. About. I, yeah. no, I, 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 I'm okay with that. I, I was gonna say, <laughs> I can always focus on her wet looks. 
Um, oh. Because I, I personally, I love every piece of swimsuit that she, every swimsuit she wears. I'll just start I up mean, top. I love the opening scene that she does, which is a very sensual number where she swims with um, what's his what's his hotness. Um, but um. I love that because it's like. The suit, the way it's done, it almost gives this illusion that she's not, it's like nude. It's But it's like I this know, nude bronze right? color that harmonizes with her skin tone so beautifully. That one is so and pretty. It's, and it's got like a little halter, like it's more like contrast up top, but then the bottom is just, it's it's almost like a bronzy nude. And mm-hmm. um, she looks so beautiful in that. I also really love, um, well, I love the little, um, this is also, well, in addition to the swimsuit, I love the, the whole little scene where she oversleeps and she has uh, to pop oh, yeah. out of bed and she's wearing this adorable little like cotton pajama set where it's like a little <laughs> sleeveless top with a peplum and little pants and it's just you only see it for five seconds, but I'm like, I need that in my life. And then she like, <laughs> they do this like speed thing of like speed, take a shower. And then I, what I think is so funny is that they show her, it's like a speed montage of like putting on the stockings, getting dressed, putting on her shit, running out to the thing, then taking off the stocking, taking it off. The, like she, she had to put all that on just to like run over to the place, take it all off. I then know. Throw I was like, why did you put stockings on? Yeah. <laughs> so good. But I love how it's like the shower's like, beep, beep, you know, like really quick. I know. <laughs> and then it was really so fun. Good. And then she's she's in that beautiful, just to me is like classic Esther Williams, that white halter swimsuit that just oh, crushes God. it every time. And she with does that whole audition with the like, sequins and the little, they're like different uh, sizes and everything, like the dots, mm-hmm, um, which yeah. look, the, the effect in the water is just amazing. And then of course, her finale, like shocking pink gorgeous number that she wears when she's like water skiing and gets knocked on the head mm-hmm. and the whole like yeah. marriage but she's i love the like tiara headdress situation they have on her and it's again so pretty like she could wear I, I think it was because she just had that like again no plastic surgery no fake tan like she probably had body makeup but that's like her like her they they pick the most beautiful colors to harmonize with her skin tone so she can wear like that shocking like she can wear white first of all but she can also wear like yellow and that like shocking pink and um i also feel like esther the way they do her makeup is so beautiful and her lip size is like her lip size and shape is the perfect for like a bold red or bright pink it's not too big and they do like a really nice shape on her but I just, I'm like, now that I've been watching her movies, like her makeup is so beautiful on her. And I've noticed even in watching these old interviews, she kind of has worn that kind of style of makeup like till the end of her days. Like Ann Miller was right, the same yeah. way. They like, yeah. look, look uh, Jack Dawn and Sidney Gilaroff set this for me up top. I'm doing this until the day I die. You know, yeah. like. <laughs> but you know what I really love about that the, the finale one that she's wearing with the little crown? It's mm-hmm. like little, like almost like little petals. The headpiece is yes. built out of little petals. And then there's actually like these little wired, like yes. almost like water They're sprouts like out of the yeah. top. And it. then there's like little drippy jewels out of yes. it. So it looks, it almost looks like she has a, like her head has a little fountain on it. It's I like know. the cutest it's, it's little. It's almost comedic. It's so cute. Yeah, I know. Though. It's I like, it. it's beautiful. But then you look at it and you're like, oh, that's actually kind of funny like it's, it's cute like whimsy. it's it's whimsy <laughs> so good and i just i love it yeah it's just so delightful um yeah i think that you know she I, said something um in one of the uh little interviews that i was uh watching with her um toward the end she was saying something about like you know uh, just how important the water is and when you see somebody who's just like top performance and who can 
do amazing things in the water. It makes you feel good to watch. And she was so right. Yeah. There's something like, I don't even really watch the Olympics or, you know, like a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff, but when synchronized swimming comes on or even when the, like when they're racing, I'm just like, look at that. Yeah. Look at them go. Like, it's just yeah. really, it's, it makes you feel good. And it makes you, I don't know. It's just, it's beautiful to watch. Um, but yeah, I, I, I loved it. But guys, there's so many looks. And, uh, oh and I guess God. I have to say like one of my favorite looks too, again, because it's funny and pure whimsy is her like, you know, when she's in the, when she's in the, well, you see her wearing it twice in the beginning and then, uh, toward the middle when she's at the phone booth, but it's that oh, giant yeah. pink her hoop big skirt cotillion. thing, but then yeah. she like can drop the skirt and she's, it's again, it's like an Ann Miller move. You're just like, hello boys. And you're in like this yeah. cute little like Teddy one piece that like matches and everything. And it's. But oh, I love the way that that's designed, so actually, because it's all, like, layers of chiffon, mm-hmm. and it's, I think they're, like, slightly circle cut, so there's, like, yes. extra volume in them, and yeah. it also, like, kind of swoops up at the front, so it's not just, like, a straight tiered, like, tiered ruffle, yep. and all of those flowers on it. It's actually, like, a little bit more... And butterflies, and yeah. Yeah, there's more design to it than just, like, oh, let me just do, like, a hoop skirt thing. Yeah, it's actually, it's like, really pretty. Dress. Yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah, it's Yeah, you're, like, you're right. It's got, like, those cascading roses, and then when she first comes out wearing it, she She's actually got like a rhinestone like butterfly just like stuck mm-hmm, on the other yeah. shoulder. I'm just like, oh my God, like you look amazing. Yeah. And I love it again. It's exasperated hotness. She's like, and another thing, mister. I'm like, you look amazing, but you're so angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's just like, why did I learn to swim? Yeah, like, exactly. So and I'm just, I'm like, I need more of this. Like, but she, yeah, so I, thought, good. I thought she was really good at doing that. And I, I feel like if anything had the, maybe had they written it with more depth or more of that, she could have really leaned into that role and leaned into that, that sort of way she was doing it. And they, they could have, I'm sure her and Van could have probably brought more depth if, if it was allowed because right. they worked so well off of each other. Um, exactly. and uh, yeah, they just, they do, they, they vibe really well. I guess that's why when she ended up with him, I'm like, well, I'm not mad at that. Even though he does start looking more and more like Chris Hansen toward the end of the movie. Which, <laughs> uh, Anyway, so, but that's okay. Yeah, I still love Van Johnson. And yeah, when I watched that, that interview with him from 1996 and he's like eight, he's just still sharp as a tack and just so the charisma. And it's nice. just, it's like when you, and when you're watching these old stars, you know, they've been through it all. They have been, I mean, they, you can just they, tell. It's like when you watch Mitzi Gaynor being interviewed, you're like, oh honey, you've seen it all. I know. Like you get their yeah. eyes or something in their eyes. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have to give, uh, there's also what, there's one more look that I have to give um, honorable mention to. And that's, remember when they first go to New York and she's wearing that little teeny tiny, she's wearing that bathing suit covered in white tassels. Yes. And then yeah, it's, yes, she's got this. for the first time, the black yes. suit. Yes. Yes. And she's got like this. And then she also has like a weird head cowl with like kind of like an Asian inspired that was like, like straight hat. Straight up like How to Marry a Millionaire. Like she was like I one mean, of the models out of like, like she could have been so standing next to Betty Grable and that, you know. I, what I mean, like yeah. in that, that model lineup that they do. <laughs> exactly, but like that, co- that fucking that swimsuit though is hot. Like the it was so is. cool yeah. looking. I was just like, holy shit! She, it yeah. just was such an interesting th- to cover it with like little teeny tiny white tassels for movement. I'm just like, and the I way they were placed were that. so flattering. Like they weren't yes. on, like the way they were kind of like on her back but not on her butt. And then like um, just and and again when she's standing there, she looks like. I, that's she looked like a high fashion model. I couldn't yeah. get over how her poise and again, and it's, this is something that like you know even you just you read you read about pure class. She's just she's mm-hmm. got so much grace and class, and it just comes across on that screen, and it's just so cool. 
Um, but yeah. yeah, this movie is a feast for the eyes, you guys. I personally there thought, I thought you were going to give honorable mention to the, uh, the, the backup water skiers and the cute little sailor outfits that <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> there's those boys too. You know, I was checking them out. I was like, <laughs> I mean, that whole thing, I, I sent you a screenshot, I was like, this is how I picture your life now. <laughs> Just hands up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> just a bevy of water skiing boys. I know, right? All, you exactly. know all in matching um, outfits in a V formation. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so much, so many things. But also there's some really good, tra- some look, some tra- good traveling looks too. Oh, like for her sure. plaid. There's like, she wears a couple of plaid coats that are really good mm-hmm. on it. Um, it's funny. The, um, the website blonde at the film does a very good recap photo recap. God, of, I love that um, website. Of the, um, of all the looks. So if you want to take a look at that, that's just blonde at the film, the blonde at the film.com. So yeah. They, she did a really great rundown of all the things. Oh, and there's an amazing photo of that. Of uh, remember, you were even saying that I need that the jacket that um, Van Johnson's uh, oh, Cypress partner, Gardens. Yes, where yeah, the Cypress and he's Garden. He's like he designed jacket. it himself, and I'm like, yeah, sure and he it's did. got like the lady water skiing on the back of the jacket. That I needs totally to be recreated. I'm sorry, but it's like, really, I love it's that a good it's looking like jacket. a 50s dinner jacket with that like airbrushed on the back. And I'm like, uh, when I saw that, I was like, oh, Philip, you could pull this off like for serious. It would look so totally. good. <laughs> Maybe sequin the exactly. fuck out of the woman when she like uh, or just just her swimsuit. Yeah, just her swimsuit. <laughs> I think that would be so cool. That's so cool. I love that. Um, I'm adding that to the Pinterest page or as we speak. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so was there anything else that you wanted to talk about for this this fantastic, adorable movie? Um, oh, just the um, I wanted to cite um, again. This is uh, from Million Dollar Mermaid. If you guys um, pick this up and uh, just want to remind you guys, there is chapter eighteen. Is the um, it's called Easy to Love, my quintessential MGM film, nineteen fifty three to nineteen fifty five. And she talks about uh, not only the filming of this movie, but she talks about remember when I was mentioning the clown scene. And so, oh my God! Yes, the clowns. I yes. forgot we didn't even talk about the clown scene. Well, and, and I know because we. Well, we we can How can you forget about the creepy, creepy clown scene? Um, <laughs> but <laughs> so that was one. It's interesting. Um, she performed that very pregnant, and that was one of those things where um, because learning this in her other films, it's like okay, so what do we need to film first, and what can we mm-hmm. film? as you start to show. And I just love how it's like, she's like, great, so here we go. More publicity shots of me behind bunches of banana leaves and bunches of gardenias and, uh, and a robe. And then they did the clown scene. So she did that pregnant. Um, and there's, a, at the end of the chapter, it's fantastic because she has this crazy, like, I guess all these people have a crazy Joan Crawford story. And oh, um, she said that uh, she, <laughs> so that that was the last scene that they had to film for the movie. And she's in her dressing room and she had just filmed it. And so she's literally still in her clown makeup, like looking like a creepy clown. And yeah. of all people, uh, Joan Crawford comes into and like wants to talk to her. And Joan Crawford shows up, and by the, at this point, she is about to, she's been filming a movie called Torch Song, which, by the way, please look this up, because it's a bit, we could maybe <laughs> do this for the Stinker seri- series, but she comes to her and has this, she's in full costume. Like, she said she looked like a, a giant turquoise bird. And she said it was very sheer, and she, and she, mind you, she's 47 years old, still looks amazing, but really weird. She said she had this bizarre 
she described it as coppery makeup with like sequins on her eyebrows and just like full oh makeup with her thick red lipstick on. And she comes in and she like poses and she's like, I have a favor to ask you. And, <laughs> and essentially, <laughs> essentially she, uh, um, uh, she's, uh, it says that she was actually in that she was doing a wardrobe test for torch song. And, um, and she says, and this this is for the finale. It's a big production number, and I dance, and I do divinely. Isn't it wonderful? And she's going <laughs> I do on, divinely. And, then she, and she's like, and she says, and she puts her face close to her, and she's like, I have a favor to ask you. And she's like, all I'm thinking is, please don't kiss me. Please don't kiss me. <laughs> I'm dying reading this, by the way. And she essentially asked... Um, to have her director, Chuck Walters, and which we've already mentioned, we might have mentioned, is a gay man. But she mm. wanted, she's like... Uh, yeah, B-O-Q, a big old queen. <laughs> and she said, at this point, she's like, I have a mad infatuate, I have a crush on him, like, uh, me needs to fuck him, so can I? <laughs> and she's like, look, uh, we're almost done, so... Uh, and, she, oh, and also she wanted her for his film. She's like, I know he was a choreographer on Broadway and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, do I kind of like, do you, do I have your blessing? And she's like, yeah, that's, I don't, fuck, I don't care. And then she, what does she do? Comes in and plants a big old kiss on her. And she's like, oh, uh. God. <laughs> so, and, um, and then it says, uh, uh, she says, uh, once she had made her grand departure, I got myself together to go home. But as I was leaving, I heard some noises coming from stage four. It sounded like yelling. So I walked over to take a look. Stage four was where they did all the show business picture, the show business pictures, because it was set up like a theater. The house was dark. No, no one was in the audience. There was nothing but the work light and the center stage. And the far corner was a janitor sweeping up. Downstage, under the middle of the proscenium arch, was Joan, still in her bird outfit, talking to the empty seats. I'd stood there and listened in the darkness as she cried out, "Why have you left me? Why don't you come to my movies?" What did I do? What did I say? Don't turn your back on me. And she just says, like, you know, Joan had been a star since the 20s, and she had a fine body of work, but she was almost 50, and she was, like, literally begging the audience to not forget her, like an empty audience to not forget her. And she said tears were streaming down her face, streaking her copper makeup. Suddenly she looked old and pathetic. I slipped away without her noticing. And she said, she's like, what a sad lady, is, I thought, as I got into my car, like watching Eleanor Powell rehearse until her feet bled. Seeing Joan like that was a shot across the bow for me. Get out while you're still on top, I told myself. There's life after Hollywood. Without thinking about it, I patted my unborn baby in my stomach and headed home to play with my two little boys. Suddenly, matronly didn't seem so bad at all. And I thought, that's how the chapter ends. Oh, and I thought that God. was really interesting. And so I had to give it a goog. And was like, oh, can I look at, oh my God, it's not copper makeup. She's full on doing blackface. So if you want to, yes, I can't make this up. It is, um, but this outfit is a choice. And that makeup is the stuff of nightmares. So, (laughs) uh, and for real, she had, yeah, Google it, please, because um, it's crazy. So maybe we'll do that for a sneaker series. But anyway, I wanted to end on that because... If you haven't already, please. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Please it's make it stop. Cool. I know. I know. <laughs> oh my god. I know. I know. Oh wow. I feel like we should probably do this movie and maybe you do some research around it because it looks dishy as fuck and the looks, if you can call them that. Um, but. <laughs> I think I'm having a nervous. Your breakdown. look is priceless. 
So guys, if you can, if you can uh, Google uh, wow. uh, 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 Joan Crawford and Torch Song, um, it's well, a little freaky, freaky deaky. Well, I don't know what's going on here, but let's just say I think that Esther Williams described her almost flatteringly compared to what I looked up on the internet. So, um, but I thought that was again pick up this book. It's really great. Um, just a lot of really great stories like that um, that go on throughout the book. Uh, a lot of self reflection. A lot of hindsight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Esther Williams, I love you so much. Um, I was watching. Yeah. <laughs> I was what I, I and also too. If you, it, there's a little. It's kind of not so great, but um, I guess it was about. I want to say it must have been in the early 2000s. It was um, Diane Sawyer did a special interview with Esther Williams when she was still swimming and still fairly active, but I think she was like eight in her 80s. And she oh, wow. interviewed her, and then they got to get in the pool together and swim, and it was like a childhood oh dream come true. And it's the cutest thing because she's interviewing her, and at some point she goes, and then we're going to get in the pool together. And Diane, she just puts her head in her hands and, and just is like, you can tell she's like trying not to lose her shit. And, I'm just, and I just burst. I was just like, oh, my God, it's the best thing ever. Aww, but it's, that's so sweet. She's just such a wonderful lady, and they even show her in the pool, and she's like, come on in. The water's fine. And I'm like... I hope if there's heaven, it's just going to be you welcoming in me into a fucking pool, Miss Williams, because Aww. you're amazing, and That's you so remind sweet. me about how wonderful life is and how wonderful people can be, and I love her so goddamn much. <laughs> I just love her. Aww. So, anyway. Well, this entire summer has been just one big, long love letter to Miss Esther Williams. That's right. All the, all the fun and like whimsical, uh, like charming movies that she gave us. So, yes. I mean, can't wait Legend, to continue um, watching star, more Western athlete, Williams. athlete, mother, yes. grandmother, you name it, she did it. Businesswoman. Yeah. Uh, she's my God. hero. I'm going to have to finish. I'm uh, still working through. I'm actually um, a few chapters after this on the, in the book. So nice. I'm going to be reading. I'm going to be finishing up the book, um, you know, before the, uh, you know, by the time that we, I don't know, figure it out. But, um, and then we have another book on our, we actually have another book on our, um, uh, on our doc, docket right now, but we'll get to that. Actually, we have received um, a book actually from a publisher. We received an um, advanced copy from a book called um, The Hollywood Book Club, Reading with the Stars by Stephen Ray, Yay. actually. Um, and we received it from uh, Chronicle Books. Um, so what we were planning on doing was actually giving this away to one of our listeners, yeah, if you can yeah. believe it. So it's our very <laughs> first giveaway for our listeners. So what we would love to do do is actually um, give it away. Um, we're shamelessly requesting iTunes reviews. <laughs> so from this episode, uh, from so we'll run it for the next month. So how about that? So for um, from starting today till thirty days from now, um, we will um, any new reviews that we get five stars, please, and um, just um, write a review of anything. Um, make it good so that when we'll check, we'll choose the best one and then we'll actually send you this book so um i'll post it on the facebook page and everything like that so you can see it and also join our facebook group to to um ohr podcast darlings d-a-h-l-i-n-g-s and um you can see more information on that so i'll post all of that on social media but it's our very first giveaway it's very exciting so exciting so it's actually a really cute book it has um all these little um all these photos of celebrities reading books and just like a quick story about 
the book it's um, the book that they're reading or like the story behind the photo and stuff. So it's actually like kind of a cute little coffee table book. So. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So one of our lucky listeners will be receiving this one day um, in exchange for a five-star iTunes review. Um, so, yeah. And I just wanted to, um, with that, we can just close out. So like I was saying, social media, um, hit us up, uh, all the usual places, old Hollywood realness on Instagram and Facebook, OHR podcast on Twitter, OHR podcast darlings on Facebook, like I mentioned before. Um, huge thanks to Hal Lublin for his vocal talents at the opening of the podcast. Thanks to Miss Kathleen Nall for being my amazing co-host. Ah, thank you, too. <laughs> Thanks, Philip. You are so easy to love. Oh, thank <laughs> for you. For real. Thank you so much. In my Tony Martin singing voice, <laughs> I'm a terrible singer. Um, and with that, thank you for listening to OHR. Bye. Beep boop, test, test, beep boop, boop boop, beep boop. <laughs>